podcast is an offering of the Acts 8 moment, proclaiming resurrection in the Episcopal Church. My name is Holly Powell, and I am a layperson and a member of Christ Church Cathedral in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Brendan O'Sullivan-Hale, and I am also a layperson, and I'm a member of the Episcopal Church of All Saints in Indianapolis, Indiana. This podcast is about the intersection of liturgy and life, as seen through the collects of the Book of Common Prayer. Now, collect is kind of a funny-sounding word, but it's just another word for prayer, and it's spelled like collect, as in, you might collect the products of the corporate sponsors of CatCon Los Angeles, including (laughs) Purina Purpose Clumping Litter, a subscription to Modern Cat magazine, and Rachel Ray Nutrish Super Premium Natural Food for Cats. I want to know more about Modern Cat. (laughs) As opposed to, like, classic cat or, you know, Victorian cat. Yeah, well, here, let's, I'm looking it up. Adorably old-fashioned cat. Uh, Its tagline on Google says, the best cat magazine ever. Well, it must be true then. Yep. Oh, sorry. It is the lifestyle magazine for modern cats and their companions. Oh, man. And the... Hard-hitting journalism includes cats you need to follow on Instagram. (laughs) Cats plus patios equals catios. (laughs) Cat ladies we love. Am I one of those? (laughs) Yes, obviously. And uh, Barb the kitten gets sleepy at meal. (laughs) This is some hard-hitting journalism. (laughs) Can we hire those people to cover general convention? Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Cathedral. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Wow. Love it. Good stuff. I'm actually surprised neither of us has ever seen that magazine before, given our cat leanings. Yeah, I've never seen it in my vet's office. I, I, the only one I think ever shows up there is Cat Fancy. Cat Fancy, yes. Yeah. That's the one I've seen before at, like, PetSmart or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, wow. You know, listeners, it took us 67 episodes to do an extended conversation about cats. <laughs> but now that we've broken the seal, get ready. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, now we're gonna times. lose listeners yeah we are sorry to the two people who listened to us before <laughs> <laughs> well so this week we are uh, taking a little break from the collects and doing what i like to call because i'm kind of weird a collect called deep cut episode so we're taking it all the way back to the very back of your book of common prayer Uh, on page 814 where you will find a section called prayers and thanksgivings i kind of feel like we need to do like deep cuts with like deep cuts yeah and back it up with some echo (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know how to do that well i've got like a week and a half to edit this thing so word yeah listeners (laughs) be prepared for deep cuts (laughs) um 
So, Brendan, <laughs> why don't you tell us why these prayers are not listed with the rest of the collects? Right. So these are, th- this section of the prayer book gives us some topical prayers for things in general that you might want to pray for. So if somebody in your family is sick or somebody's in the military or you're about to have a meeting or something like that, there are all kinds of practical prayers uh, back here. But what causes them to differ from a collect is that a collect is not only intended to sort of collect the prayers of a group of people, but it's also supposed to collect them into a single unified thought. And the best written collects are ones that really, even though they might be complicated, uh, have a singleness of purpose in the message that they are attempting to communicate. So some do better at this than others, but But that's the idea of a collect. And so if you think about kind of just grammatical structure-wise, a collect uh, will always contain just one sentence. Now, they might do some suspicious things with colons or semicolons to make that happen, but that's what you're going to find in a true collect. These prayers are often more like a series of petitions uh, that are all related to a single subject. So in the prayer that we're going to jump into today, it's made up of a few sentences around a single topical subject. And uh, the prayer we're talking about today has the delightful title of Prayer for All Sorts and Conditions of Men. Not ladies. We do not care about you ladies. (laughs) Thou gettest no love from this prayer. And it is in the traditional language, which I guess when you get all the way back to page 814, they just don't translate anymore. Yeah, I don't know, because sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But some of those prayers in the back do, they just retain the old language. And I don't really know what the thought process was behind that. Yeah, there's a little blurb at the beginning of that section on 814 that says, Prayers that were originally composed in traditional idiom have not been modernized. However, there is, and I can't remember exactly where to find this, one of the alterations that you're permitted to make to the Book of Common Prayer is that anything that appears in traditional language, you can uh, put into kind of contemporary write-to language, and anything that appears in modern language can be translated back into traditional language. So, um, you know... Prayer C, for example, you could put into write one language if you wanted. And you, and why wouldn't you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get to this super awesome prayer for men. <laughs> <laughs> it's again on page 814. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed that by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, We commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom our prayers are desired, that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings 
and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to kind of start with what's good about this prayer. Yep. So I appreciate that it kind of serves as a counterpart to the general thanksgiving, which appears in morning and evening prayer. So you've got the general thanksgiving, which is being thankful for all the good things that God has done in our lives. And this seems to function as a general petition, although it is a general petition for, you know, half of the human race. Um, sure. But all of all of them, though, all sorts of conditions of them. Yes, all, 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 all conditions and kinds. And, you know, I guess, yes, of course, we know that, you know, the archaic meaning of men is supposed to be inclusive, but today it certainly does not read that way. No. So it is, despite being somewhat less than inclusive toward the ladies, it is, in fact, inclusive of all the dudes. Uh, yes, it is. And it, it, so, and here's what it's asking for. It is asking that God make his ways known unto the dudes um, and that God's saving health be brought on unto, you know, all the countries where they live. Although it, sure. it, it might be nations in the sense, not necessarily of countries, but of tribes or races or whatever. And then we pray for, you know, the church. And then there's this interesting little phrase that we'll come back to in a minute about all who profess and call themselves Christians. Sure. Then we ask for God's blessings upon those who are afflicted or distressed. In mind, body, or estate. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand that kind of archaic use of that word yeah you know i did not think to look that one up i I, i'm i'm pretty sure it doesn't mean chateau um right although it might but probably not probably not the uh dictionary says that a state some different definitions of it could be social status or rank okay a major social or political group or class especially one having specific political powers, such as the Lords of Commons in England, Mm. or property or possessions. So none of those really get us there, but okay. Well, you know, the thing is that I think they might. So even though we were talking about, you know, some of the good things in this prayer, our good buddy, Marion Hatchett, uh, without whom this podcast could not exist, does call this (laughs) out potentially as kind of a passive-aggressive prayer. Yes. And specifically, going back to that phrase, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth. So we don't know who wrote this prayer, but it showed up in the 1662 uh, revision of the Book of Common Prayer to be read at morning and evening prayer, excuse me, just morning prayer, uh, on days other than Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. On Sundays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you were to use the, uh, the the Great Litany instead. If you think about what's going on in in England at that time, there is some pretty major religious conflict happening. And one of the theories about this prayer is that the uh, issue of all who profess and call themselves Christians is actually an indirect reference to the Puritans, and that this is a prayer that they be called back from their heresy, uh, or for for lack of a better term. 
Uh huh. So this actually is a pretty great prayer, and it would be in line with uh, the likely intentions of the original author. That if you would like to look down on other Christian denominations and and you know want them to be called back to the type of Christianity that you prefer, um, this prayer is perfect for that. It's true. It's true. And it's especially cool how, as we were talking about last week, people um, of, on both sides of any argument can get a little bit morally self-righteous about their side and how it's the, the right side and the godly side of things. And uh, this prayer just goes to show that the people who wrote the Book of Common Prayer were human too. Right, right. <laughs> but this goes back to that issue of estate, uh, because at the time that this prayer was written, the issues around religion were very closely tied up with uh, political power. Um, and Hatchet notes that there seems to be some weird grammar in the prayer, suggesting that there may at one point have been petitions included for the king and for the clergy, which were removed from this prayer, not because they were inappropriate, but because they were prayed for in another prayer that would have occurred in this service. Have you ever been to a, a an Anglican service in England? Yeah, I went to a first Lent service at Durham Cathedral, and um, I've been to a handful of even songs. I went to Sunday morning service at St. Paul's Cathedral the weekend that I visited London, mm. and um, it's always fun to pray for the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this prayer also borrows pretty heavily from some some different biblical references. The part about your saving health unto all nations comes straight out of Psalm 67. They're direct quotes almost from John 16, from Psalm 25, and also from Ephesians. I'm just thinking, I don't know if this is true, but are the, are the suffrages A in morning prayer adapted from this prayer? Hmm. Hang on, I'm... I'm thumbing through my hatchet to figure that out oh i'm thumbing through my hatchet i'm thumbing through my hatchet you know actually if we need any proof that like the living and the dead are united in the church uh <laughs> right now it's happening in this little podcast i don't know if marion hatchet would approve of what we're doing at all i don't know anything about him as a person but you know he's living on look we really could not do this podcast without him <laughs> It does. I think the only piece that overlaps is the part about saving health among all nations. Yeah, I think you're right. Which is the the quote from Psalm sixty-seven too. Yep, you are exactly right. Okay, well, that was blind alley. It was a good one though. Yeah, we took the scenic route. We did. That's what you get when you listen to a call it called deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just going to say, I think while the history of this prayer is pretty troubling with regard to kind of the passive aggressive language around, you know, other Christians, the sentiments behind this prayer are, are pretty good. But this is clearly a part of the prayer book that is ripe for updating. Because yes. I think it's pretty great to have um, a petition that is this comprehensive for the state of humankind. But we need to be a little clearer about what we're praying for. Agreed. I do like, though, this little piece at the end about, you know, we, we are asking that it may please God to give these poor afflicted folks, du dude folks, a happy issue out of all their <laughs> afflictions. 
and and by that I can only imagine it's a happy issue of Modern Cat magazine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that just happened, so yeah. it's probably time for us to just cancel this podcast altogether. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you are still listening to this show after its <laughs> second reference to Modern Cat magazine in the same episode. <laughs> You might also enjoy Easter People, hopeful conversations about faith and culture, and Padre's Pods, conversations about life and faith with the worst priest ever and his friends. These shows are part of the Via Media Collective, along with The Collect Call, a network of podcasts with an Anglican sensibility. Find out more at viamediacollective.org or on Twitter at VMCollective. They probably don't talk quite as much about cats as we do, but, you know, depending on your preferences, that might be a positive thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you ready for the Twitter challenge? I am. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, me either. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure. Uh, so this one is a musical tweet. Ooh. Um, so I apologize in advance. Let's hear it for the boy Let's hear it for my baby Oh, let's give the boy a hand Hashtag all sorts and conditions (laughs) That was amazing (laughs) Okay Here's mine (laughs) Which I wish I had gone first now Dear God, please be with all those who call themselves tweeters, that they will come to know that I am the best tweeter. Amen. (laughs) Hashtag not all men. (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) You just summarized Twitter. (laughs) Uh, I do my best. Well, if you would like to summarize Twitter or this prayer or our bizarre fascination with Modern Cat Magazine, you can tweet us at the Collect Call. You can email us at the Collect Call at axe8moment.org. Or you can find us on Pinterest, including our collection of corporate sponsors of what was the name of that conference? CatCon Los Angeles. <laughs> How did I forget that? Um, on Pinterest at Pinterest.com slash the call it call. You know, it's not too late to get tickets for CatCon. Brendan. <laughs> Can we do a live podcast from CatCon? Um uh, yes. Let's do it. Awesome. <laughs> um our parent organization who may have disowned us by the time you listen to this. <laughs> is the Acts 8 Moment, which you can find at acts8moments.org, on Facebook at facebook.com slash acts8moment, or on Twitter at acts8moment. Our music is Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence by Aaron DeVries, which is distributed under a Creative Commons license. And you can find more of Aaron's music at badgerland.bandcamp.com. And join us next week when we actually aren't totally sure what we're going to be talking about, because we got our schedule confused. Yeah, we're kind of dumb sometimes, but in all fairness, our brains are kind of taken up with thinking about Marion Hatchet. That's right. (laughs) Anyway, join us then. See ya.
Let our mortal flesh keep silence And with fear and trembling stand Ponder nothing earthly minded For with blessing in his hand Christ our God to earth descended Our full homage to demand Okay, no, I, I was looking at something else. The, the official linguist of the college call just sent me a text that he bought a cat leash. Oh, okay. This should go well. Yeah, what what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh.